Live in the studio. Mm-hmm. Back in Frankenstein's lab, aka my bedroom. No, no, no. Um, by your bedroom, making you sweet pod history. Your bedroom, the presidential suite at uh, the uh, Line Hotel, downtown Austin. It uh, has that same uh, era to it. The it, hue of the line. It is that chilly. Upper echelon of society. It's chilly up here. My apartment building. No. Hanging out with the big boys, huh? Finally stepping up to, to by, the plate. By your apartment, you mean again, then? In the line. The presidential. The, the, the John Kennedy suite. <laughs> the John Kennedy suite. <laughs> John Kennedy <laughs> suite. <laughs> Every, the, the bathtub is so big. It's the hugest bathtub. <laughs> yeah. It's just a suite for fat guys. <laughs> it doesn't even really accommodate rich people. It's just a regular hotel yeah, room. But specifically... With, with a big bathtub. Bathtub, big toilet. And the M&M's. <laughs> Free m Everywhere. Because yeah. you're fat. But yes. We're back. Back to the pod. Mm-hmm. Nutsacks have been waiting for us. We like to keep you waiting. Because... One, we're lazy. And two... We're creative geniuses, so we don't like to rush perfection. Yep. <laughs> Sorry, I was looking at. Yeah. I, was, I was looking at. <laughs> I forgot that Ray Romano played the Woolly Mammoth <laughs> in Ice Age. Stage. You were trying to think of that. And I was like, who's your the, favorite character? Who's Woolly Mammoth? No, my favorite is Dennis Leary. <laughs> favorite too. Um, but that's not the movie we watched today. Today we watched. Um, the 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 not not dark crystal not talked about so much mm-hmm. never heard of never not nobody knows it mm-hmm. it kind of has a good all star cast a b list cast mm-hmm. dark city dark city yeah Kiefer Sutherland Jennifer Connelly William Hurt other guy whose main character I've seen in nothing. Richard O'Brien. Yeah, he was an ice age, right? Oh, he's in Phineas and Ferb. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> in the Phineas and Ferb movies. Yeah, um, just a very creepy. Rufus ball. Sewell. Mm-hmm. Sewell. 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 Chowell. He's in that nice tale. I think it's French. He looks like Oscar Isaac. I thought he was Oscar Isaac mm-hmm. when we first started watching it. Yeah, like '90s, late '90s Oscar Isaac. Yeah, curly-haired Latina. Gay. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you got from it. Okay. Is Oscar Isaac gay or just the just the, the, the that's what they want you to just think. the just the pilot that's doesn't seem gay at all. There's just a backstory between him and Poe that, that they're like there's a weird love story between them. Him Poe no, and Finn. Poe and Finn because he gives him his jacket in the first episode and he's like looks at him and he's like looks better on you. So then there's a bunch of just Reddit threads about how they're fucking each other. It's just well, but Finn wants to fuck Ray. He's just this incel. But Poe wants Poe's just an aggressive gay guy. Yeah. He's getting tortured in the first movie. <laughs> I like it. Cock and ball torture. <laughs> CMB. That's more of a straight guy. Yeah. Not, for CBT. Me. Not for me. A little CBT. Hey, straight guy. <laughs> you know, sociopath. Yeah, but... Dark no, City. No, what's cool is... um. Uh, I like to do at the beginning of uh, of these episodes. I like to do the high concept of the movies that we watch, and uh, ironically, this is by far and large the least high concept movie we've watched. 
still think? very interesting. Uh, I mean, the backdrop of the story is it, you know, I was reading the synopsis of it, and it, like, it draws you in with, like, the, the mystique or the facade of a murder mystery, right? It's, like, it's one of those, like, um, those movies, this guy wakes up in a hotel room in a bath, uh, and, uh, he, uh, the water's purple, and they never explain that. I yeah. thought that was going to be a it's thing. It's just one of those weird things. It's just in purple. Water. And he, he's, uh, he, there's a naked woman, a naked prostitute that he, he thinks he murdered, and his memory is wiped. Well, the thing, yeah, there's just so much, I, I like the, it's a, it's a good hook beginning yeah. to it, because it's just like everything. That's what draws Everything in. in the first five minutes, you're just so confused. But it's also like kind of cool. You're yeah, like, you're just like cool. Look at these dark buildings. Images. They look like yeah. these buildings. They look like what well, you even said it too. Uh, Metropolis. It's like a, that movie. Yeah, it's very um, industrial. The cinematography, cinematography is very like sepia tone, steamy, very steamy. Um, 50s Every, everything's like art decoy got art decoy gothic like kind of like a a 19 like 1990s version of like sin city like that gothic uh graphic novel a little to blade it. runnery too little not blade. as not as dirty Mm-mm. but yeah for sure like the dystopian future but 50s yeah dystopian like an altered reality of what the 50s were yeah and um yeah, so just it's, like the fifties, there's one black guy, <laughs> one black guy in the whole movie, and he's not even just <laughs> <laughs> a desk jock. I've been working here twenty five years. <laughs> we didn't even take that guy's race, memory. I don't mean to be racist, but is this your job? <laughs> because there was a white guy working here five minutes ago. <laughs> we didn't even take that guy's memory. He just lives here. <laughs> he just yeah. But, uh, I mean, we're, we're throwing a lot of things here, but uh, essentially the movie is, uh, there's this dark underworld of, uh, they don't even really tell you what these men are, but they're like dressed up like Edward Scissorhand, you know, gothic, leather-bound, chest plates, bald. Losers. They dress like losers. They dress like school shooters. They dress like how losers think cool people dress. <laughs> yes, yeah. Fedora. <laughs> a dark. A dark... Uh, overcoat, like men who still watch and a Inva- knife. Men who still watch Invader Zim and like shop at Spencer's as yeah. adults, <laughs> <laughs> just pale skin yeah. and playing games all day. And he he gets a phone call in the first scene from Keith or Sutherland, the doc, the doctor, mm-hmm. and he's like, "There are men after you. I don't have enough time to explain. Run." It's very um, it kind of remind me of the Matrix. Like remember when he gets a call from Morpheus and he's like. That was one of my favorite scenes of the trilogy. Mm-hmm. You know, he's explaining to him, he's like, duck, now, get out of this room, here, turn left, right now. Mm-hmm. And he, he just has no time for answers or anything like that. He's, he just realizes the severity of the situation, and he has to get out of the building based off of Morpheus's instructions. And it's not as detailed, but uh, essentially he has to get out of this building before he gets caught by the leather-bound douchebags, as we'll call them, because I don't remember their names. Agents? The agents. Oh, no. That's in the, in the, in the Dark City? Yeah. The Strangers. The Strangers. That's what they call them. Okay. Uh, also, the movie came out a year before The Matrix. 98, yeah. Yeah. So I'm not saying... I'm not saying... not saying it, but... Mm-mm. The Wachowski sisters got a <laughs> lot... Sisters, brothers. <laughs> got a lot to explain here. Yeah. Huh? Brothers, sisters. Uh, yeah, and uh, basically... It's not just their... Tinder they stole. Sorry. Hey, that's... 
Not many people will understand that joke. <laughs> They'll figure it out. Hopefully. It's not even good. No, I mean, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jen Vistol. Um, but, yeah, no, the backdrop of, like, a murder mystery isn't important because the whole thing is about, like, the dark cities, like, at, at midnight, which is, it doesn't make sense because it's dark all the time. Everybody in, this, in the town falls asleep. And these, the strangers change and they construct buildings and society around to the way that they want it. Because they're the humans that they have entrapped in this dark city are basically test animals. And they like to put them in different situations and give them different lives and jobs to see how they interact. And they uh, essentially uh, murdered these hookers and blamed it on him to see how he would react and how humans would react in a situation such as this. Yeah, it's, it's pretty dope. It's like mm-hmm. a neo-noir. Mm-hmm. Neo noir kind of deal. Um, Movies like this would be cool if there wasn't a subculture of people who made this their life. You know what I'm talking about? Like if if they didn't see a movie like this and like wouldn't shut up about it or like not end up becoming that. Just let it be a film and go about your days. But you don't need to go and buy a duster because you see. Yo. I like. I mean, this one's cool though, because I mean that that's some Matrix kind of shit. But like, I feel like nobody really. I don't hear people talk about. Well, it. that's because this movie isn't famous. But I'm saying like that's what the idea of this movie would be. You know, would be for like eighth grade nerds to, you know, talk about with their friends and like put on mascara and upset their stepfathers. <laughs> you know, like that's what this subculture breeds. I'm not saying that I didn't like this movie because. It's different, and that's what I like about these movies. You know what I mean? It's not even like a real linear story. Not every story has to be linear with an A to C or whatever plot. It's 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 weird. You know, it's not it's not one overarching thing. Even the ending is kind of like what really happened. The ending sucked. Yeah, the ending <laughs> was the worst part of the, the movie. Ending sucked. They didn't know how to finish it. Yeah, obviously. It's, it's just... They're just like, fuck it, we live here now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, but there's Sun. Mm-hmm. The, mo- the movie's basically about the people you're talking about, though. The strangers yeah. are basically those people. Mm-hmm. They're like, they can't survive in a... Like, they, they never said it, but it's like, basically these people can't survive unless they're in like a Darkness. new war. Yeah. Unless... <laughs> they can't survive unless they're surrounded. They're surrounded by steampunk. <laughs> yeah, they're like, they only hang out with each other. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's true though. I mean, people like that are clicky and real life. Real life scares them. You know, there's a lot of like weird things. You know what I mean? It's like that. It's not really about personal relationships or love or anything like that. Like, there's this backdrop that like he left her and she's kind of trying to find him because she cheated on him, but not really because all those memories were imprinted in them. So it's just like. I mean, I think it was supposed to be. They just kind of did a shitty... J- they did a good job of making it mysterious and interesting. But then but they, it doesn't but matter. That's, but that's sci-fi. That's how sci-fi works. They they can make these... A lot of sci-fi people can make these dope, like, cool worlds. Mm-hmm. So, like They're like, oh, look at this thing. They have psychic powers, but we'll give it a different name instead yeah. of calling it yeah. telepathy. We'll call it tuning, you know? Or they'll be like... And, and then it's like they're all, you know, and it's all dark. And, it's, and they're like, whoa... Somebody died. There's a murder. Yeah. Whoa. Like, what's going on? But then, but then, when it comes to like actually making the characters, people, you know how 
story's supposed to go. Like, you're supposed to feel that they're people. Mm-hmm. They always lose it. They never can do it because they're fucking losers. Well, they think <laughs> only yeah, think about fantasy yeah. worlds. They have to condense it into a, you know, two-hour-long movie. And in reality, you can do it better with a book when you can stretch it over between, like, 20 to 25 chapters. Yeah, but I mean, I've had mo- there's movies that make you, like, are like, man, these characters are very believable, mm-hmm. like, very real. Mm-hmm. And this movie is just kind of like, you're just like... Well, it's like, yeah, I mean, it basically, it's not essentially asking, like, what is... It, not really like the Matrix, but like what is reality? You know, you know your relationships with people could be fake based on, you know, gods or a higher power that are making your thoughts and your relationships seem mm-hmm. I don't know what like tactile or like not real. You know, so like, like what? You know, it yeah. just questions everything that you do. Though I mean, yeah, that's what movie, I guess that's what sci-fi is. This movie, yeah, this movie. I mean, they're trying to. Free, the whole point is, of the whole thing, the whole system, the whole dark city, mm-hmm. is to figure out why people are like what makes each human an individual, and they do that, you know, by stripping away, like, life, how life would be on Earth uh-huh. to its bare bones. It's like no sun. Uh-huh. Um, no water. You can't go anywhere, um, and we can, and we'll take your memories. Uh-huh. Like, what are you without your memories? But are there, you still? Are you still you? If I gave you somebody else's memories, yes. I mean, and and obviously, I think the end result is no. You are not. But you know, even going away from that, and like, they. they I, but what you said is mm-hmm. exactly what they came to, but just wouldn't say. Yeah, because they just ended with the instead of being like. Instead of being like, no, that's yeah, true, let's, without let's, your memories. Let's go get a pizza, basically. Well, the end of this, he's like, you you took the, the you checked the wrong part of the body. It's here. <laughs> yeah. That's me pointing at my chest, yeah. by the way. Not not your dick and balls. <laughs> it's in my ass. It's in my, my ass, bro. <laughs> you got to put the memories in our asses if you want to find out the truth. No, but like, there's a lot of things like sci-fi does. It's like, it gives you cool imagery, right? Like... One of the first scenes is like you see the like, uh, basically naked and bloodied prostitute in his in his bathroom, and there's like, you know, there's like, circles all over her body that were supposed to represent fingerprints, I guess, right? Which if you look deeper in it, and you just have to keep thinking about it, like it's like, I guess they're saying like they that those fingerprints are like representative of human beings and the human beings have souls or whatever, but it really doesn't make any sense. It's just like the director was thinking of an image and he was like trying to place it all throughout the movie, but there really wasn't any need for it. It's just in there for the beginning for you to to catch your eye, but it really has no meaning at all. It's just confusing. It's just to confuse you. Then his finger, but then his fingerprints turn that way somehow. They turn all swirly. They turn into a swirl with like at the, they, it, it's a flash thing. Which is the same thing as the city. You know, because the city is basically just one big giant swirl. Mm-hmm. Right? But I'm just making connections that I really don't think the director was trying to make. You know, because I, I, I just think it was an image that was placed to make you think like that is related to the murder. Right? Mm-hmm. But then in, in reality, at the end of the movie, the murder isn't even important. Right? So it's like these things that the director and the story tries to give you that doesn't have a payoff. And that's my big overarching problem with, honestly, sci-fi. Here, let me put on the gay hat for a second. Okay, it's not. 
It's Calvin Klein. Louis, here's Louis C.K. merch. Okay. Kevin is a big uh, Louis C.K. supporter. It's Calvin Klein. Before even before it's a his Calvin story, Klein hat. Before Louis' story came out, by the way, just he heard the women's side and he was just like, yeah, I don't, I don't trust these, trust these women. We're 16 minutes in. I can say you don't believe women. <laughs> no, I'm putting on the, 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 the freaking the dumb hat because I think... Everything's what dumb the, to you, I guess. No, I, I'm, I'm agreeing with you is, is why I'm putting it on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because cause the swirl... Mm-hmm. I feel like the swirl is supposed to represent how it's like you, you just keep going deeper. Mm-hmm. You can't go out of, of like a whirlpool, right? Like... You're just going to be stuck you in just, it forever. You just keep getting stuck and uh-huh. like going around uh-huh. and around until you just get, go deeper and, and just like in this movie, deeper means you go, oh, I just See, had a smart guy moment just now. No, I, So I you go deeper uh-huh. and when you go deeper, you go into the, the underground world where the strangers live, right? And how do you get how do you get out of a out of a whirlpool? The only way out of it is down. My my argument so you go is down. Like, I feel like that is a better thought than what actually the director was trying to do. You know, well, I I feel like he put in an image and had no idea what that image was, so that people who think and get high before movies can be like, this is what it actually means, and that's deep. But the director didn't think that at all. He just wanted to put a cool image in a sci-fi movie that has somewhat deep. And thought-provoking, you know, ideas, but really no ideas of his own behind it. You know, so like I, I could argue and say that he did not think that the fingerprint is like a whirlpool, you or, know, or, or how it takes you in and how you'll never escape. I think it's in, it, the director just thought of a cool image and was like, let 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 the audience decide what that means. But it's like you don't. You're not. Then that means you're not putting guess, that in the movie. For I guess any. you're just smarter than him, then, huh? You're just you're just smarter than him, than the guy that makes great movies. Great movies. He's just Ice Age. Did he make Ice Age? I think he made. No, Ice he Age. did not. <laughs> so he's not that great of a director. I tricked Kevin into watching it because I told him <laughs> so that excited. that he that the director of Dark City, Alex Proyas, also directed Ice Age. It was a. Uh, and Skillful like, Machiavellian play on my part. I like Machiavellian. Machiavellian. I don't know if that. I don't know if you know what that word means. Yeah, I do. I read The Prince. <laughs> uh, Machiavellian Bitch. is more of I'm like. Smart. Is more of like. Just do whatever violence you can for your own good. I did. I did whatever. I did emotionally. You thought he wrote Ice Age, your favorite movie. I don't know the, the I destroyed you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> in our mental chess game. Yeah. Okay. Check. See, this is you're doing what the director did. Check. <laughs> you're saying something that might be deep, and 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 thought provoking, but in actuality, just by stroke of luck, you found a connection to it. Three moves ahead. I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> and two steps back. I knew you were gonna say that too. I did look up the director, and it is funny. Like maybe I'm just being mean, but he is just some big fat guy, and I guarantee you, I could have told you before the movie. Like, I was just, like, in the first five minutes, and I was like, oh, I bet you he's probably just a big, fat nerd. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's like, imagine after seeing this movie what this guy looks like, and I guarantee you that you can picture him in your head. Mm-hmm. Some big, fat, bald, sweaty guy. My dad. Seems like a cool guy. Yeah, we would hang... We should get him on the pod. But, I, I mean, bet you it wouldn't be hard. <laughs> he's, he's, he's not doing well. He's not, not doing, he's not doing, doing well. well. No. I think he, I think he's dead. Yeah. 
he died from uh, too much um, 3D hentai. No, but it is. I mean, the characters are cool. You know, William Hurt as the. That's why I liked parts of this movie. I liked he was a cool like uh, detective. Mm-hmm. The detective angle of it was fun. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm even okay with the dark, the deeper, darker like society. The 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 strangers who act as like almost like aliens. You know, they're aliens. Yeah, because they're in outer space. Mm-hmm. The dark city is floating around in outer space. Also, they're like jelly spiders. They're they're jelly are, spiders they're in, their right. brain, in their brain. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, um, no, I mean that this kind of movie is like I'll watch anything where it's it's got like all the things that I like in a movie. It's mm-hmm. one of the reasons Invasion of the Body Snatchers is one of my favorite movies. Like I love a movie with connected with connected to. I love a movie that has like mass, like a a mass hypnosis kind of thing. Okay. Which is or like that was cool when they all yeah I'll fuck with that like they're all like they're all in this thing they're all they yeah, and everybody nobody yeah. knows that they're in this big conspiracy uh-huh. thing uh-huh. like I love when the conspiracy is true like uh-huh. Vision of the Body Snatchers yeah. like oh shit everybody I know is an alien uh-huh. like just stuff that a schizophrenic it, would think it also kind of reminds me in a weird being way real. of like the Truman Show of like being entrapped in this world and the yeah. whole movie really takes part place in. I mean, there are other scenes of, like, audience members watching the Truman Show, but for Jim Carrey's aspect, the whole movie takes part in this one dome, you know, and same... Came out same year, by the way. By the way, 1998? Mm-hmm. Ooh. It's a year for that, huh? Peter Weir, Australian director, who also directed Witness, I just watched recently. Pretty badass movie. Just another shout-out. And then, also, got another thing I like about mm-hmm. the... Uh, the uh, the the detective that finds the truth uh-huh. and, Kills and, himself. and goes crazy yeah um, and then and then and then the part that William Hurt plays uh, the detective that that doesn't believe him uh-huh. and then eventually he believes him. believe him yeah. yeah 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 just like the guy that the crazy guy I always I relate to the crazy, crazy guy the, yeah. the guy that's like yeah, why won't anybody listen to me. As he's covering right, cockroaches. Though. Yeah, I mean, he <laughs> won't anyone listen. It's funny because, like, in a movie like this, like, he's the same one because he's the only one who realizes that there's a bigger truth to what's happening around them, mm-hmm. you know? And honestly, the only way to escape is to kill yourself. Or, or you could have just waited seven more hours until, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> until they fixed it. Until Oscar Isaac's older cousin saves the world. He literally fixed Jedi it. powers. He fixed it in seven hours. Yeah. That was kind of a funny, because it's like the main bad guy is basically Darth Vader without his helmet on, right? Yeah, it's like what I said, but it's a kind of the look that he has. Like that disheveled, old, white, saggy face mm-hmm. inside like a, you know. He even had, a, he even had the little uh, yeah, like neck, the neck protector. Yeah. yeah, the little neck thing. And then at the end of it, there literally is a like forced battle between yeah. the two of them. Yeah. They're just, they're just shooting mind waves at each other. Yeah. And then they're just... <laughs> and they all have switchblades. Yeah, it's it's have such switch. a nerd thing. But we, yeah, they, they really... They, wear, they have the big old jackets. Big leather jackets. They love switchblades. The boots with the straps. They're like, hey man, you see, look at my fucking cool ass switchblade. But they weren't even cool switchblades because there, there was like... There, it was like a switchblade, but it was like a, a size switchblade. You know what I mean? It's like There was like the two like curved blades on the side of it. It had a hilt. Yeah, yeah a hilt to it. It's just like I thought it was pretty cool. I know it's cool, like in it's a, like in a normal. It's cool in like a lamb way. <laughs> it's cool because it's something like, that you've never seen before. But 
it's it's de- the whole thing. These whole the whole monster thing is just a guy mm-hmm. that you knew when you were in middle school, yeah. and and he was kind of weird. And you talk to him just because you know you don't understand. You're not supposed to talk to these people yet. And and they're like, hey man, come. You want to see my you want to see my switchblade? Come by my place. My parents aren't ever home. Yeah. You know, <laughs> just. Just makes me sad because yeah, I'm yeah. actually thinking about kids I know. You want, some, you want were, me to make you some craft? Who are just have way off, way worse off. They don't have crafts. I'll ever be. They don't have crafts mac and cheese. <laughs> they don't have no they just have mac and they cheese. They have off brand craft yeah. mac and cheese. Oh god, so fucking horrible. <laughs> That's what he was, dude. That's his story, man. The bad guys were the nerds in this movie. Yeah, Again. they fucking lost to the handsome <laughs> dude with the jaw. Who's banging Jennifer Connelly. Who, and then he's better at the thing they are. Yeah. That's the worst. Yeah. I do like that, though, in certain movies where it's like the whole... The bad guys are actually worried about the main character. Because they're worried about how powerful he is, you know? Instead of being cocky about it. Like, they know, they know that he's a problem. That's why they're trying to get to him. My favorite thing about that, too, is that there's, like, well, two things. One, that they all live underground, and they have these psychic powers, and they, and a, a large number of them I know how you to like build the city. Men who live and in dark caves. <laughs> dark, wet. I relate to it. I, relate to it. I can... I feel... A, Cold. I feel seen. Yeah. <laughs> this, those are your people. This is... Everybody's talking about crazy rich Asians feeling seen. I, I feel seen in Dark City. <laughs> but, but no, there's a whole thing. There's like 200 whatever guys operating the thing mm-hmm. that like makes the the city go. Mm-hmm. And then there's just like two guys that run the, the escalators to bring them down <laughs> to their workplace. He doesn't use his psychic powers at all. He just has a lever. He didn't even get to actual, actually use his powers. That's what I wish, like, weird movies like this could actually have, like, just one scene of, like, comedic relief, where it's just showing those two You guys, guys. going down? Yeah. You guys going down <laughs> to work on the city? those two guys working. You guys gonna rebuild the city? Okay, yeah, let me take you down there. Yeah, this place wouldn't work without a guy like me, telling you, taking you back and forth. Huh? You guys watched the, uh, you guys watched the Mets game last night? Just to take away. Just take us down, Mr... Mr. Bond. Mr. Penis. <laughs> They're all named after random yeah, body Buck, parts and Mr. And, and yeah, Mr. Space and other things you would read in like a ABC's book. Mm-hmm. That's Mr. Penis though. Mr. Penis. <laughs> They're all shaped like penises, you know, just white bulgy heads with like scars at the top. That's n- that's not what penises look like. Really? No. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. Well, I'm sure yours doesn't, cause uh. We ain't got a white dick. Mine's mine's pink. Yeah. You ever seen a dog's penis? Yeah, a lot. It's <laughs> oh, <that's> weird. But <laughs> I used to breed of dogs. I used to breed dogs to back s- in Virginia. Is that what you is that what you call having sex with your family dog? Well, <laughs> 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 I'm a dog breeder. Yeah. <laughs> trying to create a you read right, you read right through me. <laughs> <laughs> You're trying to make a werewolf. Not even like, not even like impregnating it for it to have a werewolf child. Like the thought of if I fuck my dog, I'll become a werewolf. <laughs> Just goes through my eight year old mind. I'm, I'm trying to be a werewolf, I'm mom. Be a fucking werewolf. Mom. <laughs> but, uh, this is getting dark. But I was gonna say uh, the the thing though is like part of the whole thing with the strangers is that they're looking for him, mm-hmm. right? And they 
do this whole elaborate thing mm-hmm. where they like implant the memories of his past life into one of their guys, which yeah. they know will like kill them. Uh-huh. They've and they've done this before yeah. and it failed. They yeah. said every the guy would say like, every time we do this it fails. So why do it? And they're like, let's just do it. And, and literally, they didn't look for him. They sent six guys out every whenever, and they're like, dude, we can't find this guy. And that's there's. Also- Thousands of them. It's also the frustrating part of this movie is just like you have powers to like construct buildings in a second and make millions of people fall asleep. Mm-hmm. But you can't find one fucking guy in the city. Yeah. You know? Don't look for him. Yeah. They didn't even, they sent out a guy on foot. It's like what you do. That's, that's what, you know, I not, not to just like scoff your finger at it and just call it bad screenwriting, but that's how you turn a movie into two hours. <laughs> the one problem of the movie is like, well, we need to make it last sometime. We can't have them find them in the first fucking scene. They literally find everybody. Mm-hmm. They find everybody. Yeah, except for the Ex- one guy with the power. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The most noticeable guy. He's There's a point where he's shouting in the streets. And they're like, <laughs> oh, we can't fucking find this guy. Where is he? Everybody is asleep and he's shouting like... <sighs> well, it's hard to have a perfect movie with, you know, imperfect ideas. You know, yeah. with humans I mean, with powers and I mean, mole people, fine. and I think that's fine. I mean, just like we're just, gonna just point make it out. a better. Uh, all you have to do is make a better uh, a ch- ch- challenge. I don't know what do you call that. A better, a better thing they have to overcome. An obstacle. Yeah, obstacle. There okay. you go. Is that what you mean? Yeah. Okay. Hey, look at me. I'm over here. Charcuterie. Charcuterie. <laughs> Think about the hero's journey. Hero's journey. First they uh, push away, and then they are drawn into it by a greater sense of nobility and uh, want. I'm probably butchering it. I don't know. Ask Dan Harmon. Yeah, you're just trying to be smart. You're trying to prove... We don't do that here, man. We're not... If you've been listening in, guys, we're not... Some kind of fucking. I can barely speak. Smart guy <laughs> podcast. I can't even. Right? I don't know. I don't know words. We watch a movie. We'd see if we liked it. We didn't. I, I liked it. <laughs> yeah. I thought the ending was kind of dumb, but I thought it was a cool movie. I thought it was cool. The only thing about I didn't hate it. that by the end of the movie, I was like, I just, I just wanted to end. Yeah, because it's just like, when is it gonna end? How is it gonna end? It's just they definitely could have made it better. It's just I, you know, it's like they're he's gonna stop them somehow, mm-hmm. and then he's gonna be with her, you know. But how are they gonna get to this? And it's just like just just end it, mm-hmm. you know. Within the last fifteen minutes of the movie, I'm just like I, I don't care. Yeah, I mean, it's like the Matrix came out and just totally totally over, destroyed just everything did, over, about it. Just took everything it's from like, it. Took everything from it from like the mass like everybody's in a dream thing. Mm-hmm. Even the leather. They took the leather, leather from made this cooler. movie. <laughs> and, and then, but they also added the action aspect to it. Yeah. They, well, there was action in this one. Yeah, but not like gunfight. Gun, sh- you know, like gunfights. Gunfight. And like, and like literally kung fu. <laughs> and like doing backflips off walls and yeah, flying in the air. That's what happens when you find a movie and then you're like, you know what make this movie more badass? Kung fu. Like, yeah, what if the fight... Dodging bullets. You guys could fucking... Fight, yeah. Kung Fu, like Keanu, yeah, yeah. And Sandra Bullock. I wish she was in the Matrix, but I mean, it's so str- it's it is strange how all those movies did come out at the same time, like around the same time. You know, well, I mean, I mean it, it was the it was the cultural pulse 
that people were excited for. You know, I mean, that's what big Hollywood does. They realize what nerds want and they give them it. You know, in the past eight years, it was superhero movies. So millions upon billions of dollars are funneled into that and that's all we get. But, but yeah, but that's superhero movies. But that's what and, that took, and that took and that took and that took like years and but years. But movies, this movie movie is histories about are put into blocks. sleep. Yeah, I know, <laughs> but what I'm saying is you memories and dreams. Five to eight years you can fraction off what moviegoers were getting because it's based off of one big movie. You know? Like, this movie had so many returns, had so many people going to the movie theaters. But what was before Truman Show, is what I mean, like... Oh. Dark City. <laughs> oh, it came out the same year. Yeah. And then... I don't know, we had... Because it's like... Because it's like... Yeah, I mean, we need, more, we need to do more research. <laughs> definitely more dystopian, you know, movies in the 90s. I love that we sure. just... I love that we just... Uh, we, we find this point, and we're just like... That's, that's We'll figure it out point. later. Yeah. <laughs> we'll email the listeners... We'll figure it out later. All right. Well, I think we did as good of a job as we could. What would you rate it? Uh, like on a scale of one to ten, mm-hmm. I'd give it like a six. Little six, like a six point. Like six million, you would like bang it, but you wouldn't try. Yeah. No, I mean I would definitely try. But six. I would take her. I would take this movie on like a. I would take this this movie to like a fucking food truck, you know, not not like a high. Oh, you're talking place. about me, huh? Yeah, I'd take it to the Mediterranean <laughs> and like maybe some wine back at the crib. Of course, I'd give this one a taking this movie to hands up. I'd give this one a seven, <laughs> yeah. but like a, a drunk seven. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Really drunk, so. <laughs> I call this one a. I give this one a loose seven. Okay. Seven that just lays it out there for you. And when I said drunk seven, I also I I was talking about you and you're sober. Oh, but you're, you're drunk. You around a drunk seven? I'm I'm not drunk. I wouldn't even touch a drunk. That's drunk seven. Oh, you're saying I'm? Yeah, you're sober and you see a drunk seven and I would this... never. I would never. I am a. I am a Christian boy. You're a dirty little cum pig. Okay. <laughs> it's great because who the fuck is getting 35 minutes into this pod <laughs> to discover my cum pigotry? <laughs> I, I I liked it. I would. I think it's a movie. If you if we're if we if do we do that? Do we do movie recommendations? Fuck it. We, we have, do now. We have. I would say check it out with your friends when you're high. Stamp of approval. This is a this is a definite. When you're high, check it but out. But not too high because you would miss some shit. Yeah. You would definitely have be confused in the middle Wanna of it. Want to come down. Yeah. yeah. When you're feeling nice. Yeah. When you're just feeling nice. And not when you're munchies because definitely that too would make you miss some shit because yeah. you're too focused on the chips. Yeah. Kiefer Sutherland's accent would be too Ugh. hard to decipher. It was one. weird. It was it was a mix between Igor and like... Um, like a German Nazi scientist? No, there's a... Peter Lore is like this famous like 1930s actor. He was in this movie called M, where he like killed little children. Mm-hmm. But he talked like like Pinky from Pinky and the Brain. Not uh, like hey, yeah, very, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's this. It's just almost coming over, thing. and we got to find the bags. Kind of yeah. like that was more. They're like Transylvanian. Chicole, yeah, nerd. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, but it's a mix between those two characters, is what he was. No, the Transylvanian vampire rat. Mm-hmm. Like it's like it's like that William Shatner like pausing between sentences almost, mm-hmm. but in a creepy way. Hey, I want to, I want to hack some. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> we knew where you were going with it. Yeah, I'm a dirty boy, dirty little boy. Well, guys, thanks for uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for uh, sacking it up with us. And uh, go keep keep being a nutsack and be safe out there. There's the pause button.